The Cigar Dave Show podcast is presented by Diamond Crown. Sit back, relax, pour a drink, and light up a Diamond Crown as you begin the show with the general, Cigar Dave. This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Well, I am just not back in the Cigar City. I am at the next stop on a very big traveling tour. As I clandestinely left the Cigar City last week, just before the start of the second hour of the show, take that second hour, and I had a very special mission. It is... Special Alpha Mission 111, SAM 111. And that was traveling to Austin, Texas, to meet a individual, a veteran, not just any veteran, a very special veteran that we've spoken about many times on the Cigar Dave Show over the last number of years. I will fill you in on that. But my next stop takes me to my hometown of Buffalo, and you'll never believe what the wind blew in. Our entire crew that is getting set for the Alpha Pleasure Fest just about uh, two months away from today. And we are front and center ready for Alpha Pleasure Maneuvers. Long Ash greetings and salutations. A Long Ash snappy salute. Semper Delictatio. Always pleasure. Long live the Alpha. Make America great again. And before I tell you about my very special trip to Austin, Texas. Don't mess with Texas. Let me introduce those that are joining me today from Buffalo Distilling here in downtown Buffalo, just a stone's throw from Buffalo River Works, the site of the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on Saturday, August 12th. First up, as always, we've got the colonel in charge of the Western New York Theater of Operations, who has marshaled everyone together, Colonel Ange Puccio. Greetings, Colonel Ange. It's great to be part of the crew again today. Helps if uh, we get that microphone up, and, and I finally, I'm a little slow after you know, getting up early this morning, coming from uh, Austin, Texas. But gorgeous weather today in Colonel Ange. I have to tell you, I will fill you in about my trip to four different barbecue joints down in Austin. All I will say, Colonel Ange, is whenever they I talk to the pitmaster, they talk about their meats and their ribs and their brisket. I'd say, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got my own pitmaster that that is available for me 24/7, 365, and that is Colonel Ange at the Pooch Pit. And I'm trying to work on that drawl, General. Like, hey, y'all, y'all ought to try some of this barbecue. Don't mess with ticks. I'm not messing with it, boss. I'm not messing with it. And I have to tell you, Colonel Ange, I did bring you a gift. It was not easy getting the cap, the 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 uh, the actual steer, in the overhead bin today. I mean, this thing weighs about 1,300 pounds. But I was able to get him, although the antlers stuck out of the overhead bin. But I was able to bring him down, and we're going to get a chainsaw, and we're going to put him in a pooch pit. you got to wear those like uh, Fred Flintstone, the Poobah hat, General. Just have those horns coming out of a hat. They'll never know. Well, speaking of the Fred Flintstone uh, type of food, uh, the beef ribs I had at one of the establishments, which we will get to momentarily, was like a brontosaurus rib. 
huge, humongous. They're much bigger. General, we're used to having our uh, spare ribs, pork, uh, baby back ribs. Those beef ribs are monsters. They are great. Butcher Dave has joined us as well. Butcher Dave's greetings, looking good? Greetings, General. Long ashes to you. Welcome home. Good to be home. Thanks for the great weather. Uh, no, no snow, no hail, no wind. This is nice, although in Austin it was hot, but not humid. But here it's just pleasant, no humidity, very nice. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed your trip to Austin, one of my favorite places to eat. Uh, tons of places to eat. And that downtown area, went to the museum. I did not realize that Stevie Ray Vaughan, he's from Dallas originally, but really made his mark in Austin and really got a chance at the museum there, the Bullock, Texas uh, Museum of History. Got a real uh, chance to learn about the great history of, uh, of Texas. Very fascinating and why there's one lone star. They were their own republic. The only state in the union that was its own republic. That's why we say, remember the Alamo and don't mess with Texas. So very interesting. Also, we've got uh, first Lieutenant Gary, as always, uh, joining us. Lieutenant Gary, greetings. Many thanks for all your, your very subtle work here, laying the tracks for our Alpha Pleasure Fest on August 12th. General, it's always a pleasure to see you here back in the uh, Buffalo uh, Western New York Theater of Operations. And... Um, Obviously, I can't wait to start doing some taste testing at this uh, fabulous establishment. Looking forward to it. Oh, we will be doing taste testing and tasting the great Camacho American barrel-aged Toros that you brought today for us. Very nice work, Lieutenant Gary. Thank you very much. From uh, the most clandestine pub in western New York. And you have, have no idea how many people say, now, where exactly is the Gary O'Brien's pub, the GOP? I said, uh, even the NSA and CIA don't know where it is. Well, I shouldn't say that. Although, maybe there's going to be a special prosecutor appointed to try to find the location of the Gary O'Brien's pub. Well, you got to get that mic. The MAFIA to go take a look. See if they uh, the MAFIA, yes, uh, the mob. There you go. By the way, Colonel Ange, did you get my VIG this week? Uh, yeah, I got the VIG, General. We're going to have to change the VIG a little bit, but we'll talk about it later. I got, a, I got an arm on a knuckle. Two and a half percent. Yeah, okay. Per, we'll per, talk. per minute. And we've <laughs> got, as always, our uh, my XO, XO Tim, front and center. Greetings, XO Tim. General, welcome back home. It's so great to be here in Buffalo Distillery, which is in the heart of the historic Larkin section, District of Buffalo, New York. This area has made a comeback. It's incredible. And this used to be, I believe, an old, what was this, a carriage, Andy, a carriage house? Carriage factory. Carriage factory. So, and, and we're going to be joined by the man behind the uh, co-founder and the distiller, uh, Andy Wegerson of Buffalo Distilling, as we are coming to you today. And we're going to be testing some of their great spirits. They've got an apple brandy and their bourbon I cannot wait to get to. And we've also got Puff Muffin Lori, Puff Muffin Come on over here. Sit on my lap. Service me. Come on. Hello, General. Great to have you back home, I think. <laughs> Glad that you, you put the I think, because I was just thinking the same thing. You just started to get a little close to me. <laughs> Do love you dearly. Glad you're home. Yes. And, and Puff Muffin Lori, whenever you are around, what is your primary mission? Your wish is my command. My command is your wish. My command is your wish. Whatever's your, what's yours is mine. No, what's mine is yours. <laughs> no, 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 no. What's mine is mine. What's yours is mine. That's how it works. That's the, yeah, that's we'll get a, this right someday. Listen, I always tell people a prenuptial agreement. It's very simple. One sentence. What's yours is yours. What, no, what's mine is mine. What's hers is yours. Very simple game. All right. As we come to you from Buffalo Distilling, let me share the reason for my trip to Austin. The last five, six years, I've spoken about Richard Overton. Mr. Overton served this country with distinction for six years during World War II in the Pacific Theater of Operations. He arrived in Hawaii just after Pearl Harbor as a young lad, 
Well, Mr. Overton is still young uh, mentally, I will tell you that, and very spry as the oldest living veteran in the United States. He is 111 years of age, just celebrated his birthday. We've spoken about him quite often on the show, and I have wanted to for the last number of years to get him on the show. And I knew it would be difficult to do so by a telephone or any other hookup. So this general went on special Alpha Mission 111, SAM 111, very clandestinely. Slipped out just before the start of the second hour of the Cigar Dave Show on Saturday. We pre-recorded hour two, our diversion segment from Kirby's Menswear. And I arrived very quietly, very subduedly into Austin. No one knew I was going to be coming. In fact, otherwise the governor would want to be there with the, with the red carpet and many of the other dignitaries, the Texas, uh, the, the, uh, the Texas Rangers would have wanted to greet me, but I, I the wanted- The Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. They greeted me, they were in my room. It wasn't easy fitting 32 in, in, the, in the General's five-star suite, but we managed. But anyway, we, I, I wanted to see him, and as soon as I landed, I knew the street that he lived on, and sure enough, I arrived around, uh, maybe around 11 a.m., 11.30, uh, Central Time, and Mr. Overton is on his porch, which he calls his stage. And there are all these signs saying, Happy Birthday, Mr. Overton. Happy Birthday, Richard Overton. He just celebrated his 111th birthday, and I have got pictures. I've not tweeted them out. I've not put anything on Facebook. I wanted this to be a very subtle mission. But what an honor, what a privilege to spend two hours with Mr. Overton, and he shared some of his secrets to long life. 10 to 14 cigars a day he smokes. He smokes Tampa's Havana Sweets. Nothing fancy. 10 to 14 cigars a day. And, as he also explained to me, a tablespoon of whiskey in his bourbon, or in his coffee every morning. A, a tablespoon of whiskey in his coffee every morning to keep your muscles nice and limber, your circulatory system going. And then he takes a little shot later in the day. He's been doing that for, I think he told me, I don't know, 80 years. Why argue with success is what I say. And I said, what do your doctors think of you? He said, screw those doctors. Most of them are all dead anyway. <laughs> so... He was just in the hospital. He said, I don't need to take any pills. Just give me my cigars and give me a little bit of my whiskey, and I am good to go. We shared a great just two hours together, and we recorded about a 15-minute video interview and about a 20-minute audio interview. Now, the reason we are not posting it just yet is because Mr. Overton speaks so, so softly that we had to raise the levels. We're working on it uh, in the Cigar Dave R&D music laboratories right now getting the adjusted our our, our crack uh, special creative services director founder is working on that as we speak and uh, with the with the audio interview as well and we're also going to subtitle it so that people can understand what he's saying because again he speaks very softly but what an incredible two hours to be able to spend with him and i brought with me a box of uh, diamond crown cigars and a box of arturo fuente cigars thanks to the folks from jc newman cigars and arturo fuente and i gave him the cigars and he likes smaller cigars so i gave him the cigars and again i got him probably the robusto size and he opens up, uh, there's a Florfine 858 in the Diamond Crown Robusto. He opens it up and he looks, he goes, I like the smaller ones. These will do. These will work. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Mr. Overton, I'm sure they will. And we've got more for where that comes. And 
He's got a very good friend of his who worked, uh, Richard worked for 40 years in the Texas Treasurer's Office. Worked for uh, Ann Richards, worked for George W. Bush when he was governor, where Rick Perry, they've all been to his house. He said that a, pre a vice president at the time, Joe Biden, and his wife came to pay a visit to him. He's been to the White House twice. Uh, he had a visit with Obama. He said, well, what did Obama say? He goes, I'm not going to tell you that. That's, that's classified. <laughs> I said, wow. That's, that's surprising, considering somebody from Washington isn't leaking something. So he really has some great stories. And he said, they want me to come every year, but it's too hard to travel. And I would love to see President Trump and Vice President Pence uh, make a pilgrimage down to Austin. I think that would be appropriate, because just a real gem. We're lucky to have him. And, and he enjoys his cigars. And a good friend of his who goes every day to help out Mr. Overton said, took, took a liking to me. He said, General, come on. I want to give you the inside tour. Show me inside his house. All, he needs an addition because of all the plaques and all the cards and the letters and the signs and the pictures people have sent. He gets mail every day. It just says, Richard Overton, Austin, Texas. That's beautiful. And I've got a picture that we will post. In fact, we have created a special uh, uh, operation uh, or special uh, Alpha Mission 111 page. You go to CigarDave.com, got a graphic up there. We're posting all the pictures that I took initially. Then we will post the video and audio interviews, including you'll see his pile of Havana sweets <laughs> and some of the other great mementos that he had and, and uh, sat on his porch, his stage. We smoked a cigar, just had a nice conversation, and it was amazing the number of people, including many young people, that would we had probably five, six people walking by, stopped, said hello, happy birthday, Mr. Overton. Two women were on their bikes, younger women. And uh, they, they stopped and said, waved and said, happy birthday, nice to see you. A couple other people were driving through Honk just to, you know, pass by his home. So it really was a, a great honor and privilege for me to spend uh, time in Austin. And I ended up staying doing a barbecue tour, barbecue run. I've got uh, my reports that I will give to you and I'll share with uh, Colonel Ange and uh, everyone else because I'll tell you, after hitting four barbecue spots and sampling ribs and brisket, pork ribs, beef ribs, and sausage and chicken, I don't want to see barbecue or any grilled type of meat product for at least the next 90 days. What a wuss. <laughs> no, I'm not a wuss. Trust me, I sampled everything. And what was more amazing was that during my five or six days in Austin, uh, I was actually able to lose just over two pounds. I have no idea how that happened. You were eating right, General. I was eating right uh, and didn't eat all the sides. I just concentrated the important stuff, the meat. That's it. Yeah, stay away from all the rest of that Man stuff. Man and his meat. You don't need that cornbread. Cornbread, the mac and cheese. Get another spare rib. All the other stuff. Well, I'll tell you, this one beef rib I had that I'll tell you about, that was enough. That was a brontosaurus rib. That was enough for probably about uh, 10 of us. I, I ordered two and could only finish one. But we'll get into that. Lots more to get to. The most interesting man in the world, I'm not talking about me, is back. I'm talking about uh, the actor that played in the Dos Equis commercial. I am the most interesting man in the world. He's now hawking tequila. We'll tell you about that. One of, a, uh, one of the very well-known finance financiers in the nation made a comment at an Uber board meeting earlier this week, which we'll tell you about, and of course, all sorts of controversy. And then we're going to be sampling some great spirits from Buffalo Distilling. So we have a great show for you, as always. We are exactly two months away from the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the water, Saturday, August 12th, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., Buffalo Riverworks. Tickets are going fast. I think we're down to about... 40 tickets now, maybe 35. So go to CigarDave.com, buy your tickets, all-inclusive. We're launching five new Gurkha brands. 
uh, at the Pleasure Fest. Everybody in attendance will get a great bag with great gifts and cigars and spirits. Going to be a great day of alpha male delicacies, cigars, spirits, alpha male pleasure. Go to CigarDave.com. We will continue front and center from Buffalo Distilling as we enjoy the alpha male good life with no apologies. Download the Cigar Dave mobile app for Android, Kindle, and iOS so you can listen to the general anytime, anywhere. The Cigar Dave mobile app is presented by Diamond Crown. Search Cigar Dave in the App Store today. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. If there is one club you should be a member of, it is the Cigar Dave Officers Club. Membership entitles you to receive three fantastic cigars every month. It is the perfect way to expand your cigar connoisseur horizons. For June 2017, our Officers Club selection features a Casada family sampler, starting with the Fonseca Nicaragua, the first ever Fonseca cigar made outside the Dominican Republic. The Casada Keg, limited-release cigar that goes perfect with an Irish stout, and the Casada Reserva Provado Oscuro, a limited-production cigar with tobaccos aged up to 20 years. The Cigar Dave Officers Club. Go to CigarDave.com and join. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Don't miss out, including great feature cigars like the Casada Family Sampler. CigarDave.com and join the Officers Club now. The Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the Water, presented by Gurkha Cigars, is Saturday, August 12th at Buffalo Riverworks. Get your all-inclusive tickets at CigarDave.com before they sell out. And we are just blocks from the Buffalo Riverworks Alpha Pleasure Fest location as we are at the Buffalo Distilling Headquarters and Tasting Room, downtown Buffalo, as I have paid a, a short visit to uh, do a Ford Theater of Operations inspection. And I must say, Exo Tim and Lieutenant Gary, Colonel Ange, outstanding work. Buffalo Riverworks will be ready for us. We are, uh, we are excited. And in fact, uh, we're going to have, it's going to be bigger and better than ever. And I know we say that every time, but it keeps getting bigger and better than ever. And in fact, Lieutenant Gary, we're going out to a ranch later. Yes, we are, General. We're going to uh, go visit uh, Palmer Ranch in uh, my hometown of Boston, New York. 
and uh, they have some uh, some nice surprises for you and the show. Well, should, wait, 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 hold on a second. Should, should I bring a chainsaw in case we need to cut anything up to put I, on a grill? I think we might need a chainsaw. Outstanding. Reminds me of Animal House when I had the horse and the big chainsaw. That was a beautiful scene. All right, let's talk about some uh, meat maneuvers down in Austin, Texas. First time to Austin. Very cool city. The downtown area is very cool. I stayed right on the campus uh, at the University of Texas, the AT&T Hotel and Conference Center. Overlooked uh, the stadium. Very neat campus, and state capital is just a few blocks away. Sixth Street is where it all happens. A lot of music, a lot of entertainment. Went to the museum. Stevie Ray Vaughan. I've always been a Stevie Ray Vaughan fan. Didn't realize he really made his mark in Austin. Young guy died young, 39, leaving a concert in Wisconsin. Helicopter crash. Very uh, freak accident, leaving at, I think, 1.30 in the morning. Went right into the side of a, uh, of a mountain. But... The museum there did an entire floor of uh, history of Stevie Ray Vaughan. Fascinating. And I've been listening to him all week. You really get a great appreciation for his blues music. He really brought blues back because it was just B.B. King and a lot of the older uh, musicians. But yeah, it was a was, young voice with, uh, with the blues. General, it was great stuff. The way he overdrove the, yep. the guitar, very, very interesting. Yep. But the first stop I made after visiting Mr. Overton, I wanted to get into the... Uh, uh, Trying to remember the name of the barbecue place. Very Franklin Barbecue. The line, famous Franklin. Yeah, they line up. It's only open from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. You got to line up at like six in the morning. Yeah. So I get there. There's a two-hour line. There's no way. I'm not waiting in line. I don't care if the barbecue is lined with gold. I'm not going to be lined up. But I found a lot of food trucks there, and I found a food truck right on Caesar Chavez Boulevard called Curlin Barbecue. I had the ribs, and I had the brisket. And I will tell you, the ribs, by far and away, number one in Austin. I'll tell you more around the corner. Alpha Pleasure Fest on the Water, presented by Gurkha Cigars, is Saturday, August 12th at Buffalo Riverworks. It's a day full of alpha male pleasure, including five premium Gurkha cigars, luscious cocktails, craft beers from Hamburg Brewery, coffee from Goodrich Coffee, and a buffet fit for the alpha male. The Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the Water, presented by Gurkha Cigars, is Saturday, August 12th in Buffalo, New York. Get your tickets now at CigarDave.com. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper, fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. 
crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. With an unlimited and secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy, it's time for National Cigar Litation Maneuvers. Well, since we're a Buffalo distillery, it only makes sense that we would have a cigar that would pair nicely with some of the distilled spirits, as well as a cigar that would pair nicely with the Buffalo distilling, or do we call it, is it One Footcock is the brand name, correct? Correct. And the voice you hear is Andy Wegerson, the co-founder and the master distiller here at Buffalo Distilling. And we can say the name One Foot Cock on the air. It is 100% legal and 100% legit. And when you try the spirit, first time I tried it, I was blown away. Outstanding. The name, definitely had to do a double take, but excellent spirit, which we will get to in a minute. But I wanted to pair up something and... I must say, Lieutenant Gary did an outstanding job of coming up with the pairing for today's edition of the Cigar Dave Show, as we are going to enjoy a Camacho American Barrel Age. This was launched, oh, about two years ago, or three years ago, at the Cigar Retailers Convention in Las Vegas. Camacho delivered a new American classic. They use a Connecticut broadleaf wrapper, as well as some Pennsylvania, correction, Pennsylvania broadleaf wrapper, as well as some Pennsylvania and Connecticut tobaccos in the binder and filler. And they age some of the tobaccos in bourbon barrels, including the special Corojo filler leaf that's aged for six years, and it adds a very unique complexion to the cigar. Now, this is the first cigar Camacho produced, actually, in the Dominican Republic at the Davidoff factory. Bold notes of pepper, some spiciness, very, very pleasant. Comes in three different sizes, the Robusto 5x50, the Gordo 6x60 nice big magnum, and the Toro, a six inch by 50 ring gauge size cigar, 50 64 uh, of an inch in diameter. Great cigar, beautiful orange and black lacquered box. Phenomenal presentation. And that's what I will enjoy today, the Camacho American Barrel Age. By the way, now is, I think, their number one selling cigar in the Camacho line. Cigar-altering and highly sharpened leaf-exposing device. Well, Colonel Ange has given me a very nice, elegant traveling cigar scissors, which will do a very nice job to properly cut and truncate the head of this beautiful Camacho American Barrel Aged master-built cigar. Maximum BTU flame-throwing and heat-producing apparatus. 
Lieutenant Gary, I think you brought this uh, from a welder, if I'm not mistaken, because listening to this, it's got three giant flames, feels big in the hand, got a nice grip to it, almost like a matte finish type of grip. Big tank, listen to those flames. Going to do a beautiful job. That's what I would use today. Cigar, Cigar pre-lightation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, two, one. Perfect cuts using the beautiful traveling cigar scissors from Colonel Ange. And I love the cigar scissors. It's a very elegant way to cut your cigar, and you can really control the amount of the head of the cigar that you want exposed. So now I'll gently toast the foot of the cigar. Uh, listen to that flame. The first few, first few leaves are getting, are burning. Hmm. Ah, fantastic aroma. Mm. I'll tell you, I already know what this cigar tastes like in my sleep because I've smoked so many of them. I don't even light a, I need to really light the cigar because, again, I've smoked these. I can't tell you how many I've smoked. And every one is always consistent, beautiful, love the double band on it. Just uh, Dylan Austin and his crew at Camacho have done a great job. So, again, I'll blow on the foot of the cigar. Even amber glow, and a cigar is now lit. Now, we're at Buffalo Distilling. So, Andy, Andy Weggerson, co-founder and distiller, master distiller here at Buffalo Distilling. What will we sample first with this Camacho American Barrel Aged? I think we're going to try our historic, and it's historic because it's the first ever straight bourbon to be produced in Buffalo, New York. First even, ever? Ever. Even before Prohibition, they didn't even have a bourbon. Back in Prohibition, what, what were they? What, what were the spirits they were distilling back then? They were making days? old time gin, which would be probably fairly ragged, but probably uh, did the job for you. Um, Buffalo Distilling Company, which existed between around 1883 and 1914, also made some Canadian-style whiskeys. In fact, one was called Four Seas, and that was based on a Canadian uh, recipe. They were Crown Royale before Crown Royale. They were. And I, a little footnote that my grandfather's cigar Abe used to occasionally do a little bootlegging runs to get some libations across the river before he could enjoy his Canadian, you know, before it was legal to enjoy the Canadian whiskey. So back uh, when he moved here in uh, just before pre uh, pro Prohibition from New York, he used to make a few runs so and enjoy his cigars. So that was before there was radar and border enforcement and all that other good stuff. Basically, just come on into Canada. It's kind of like the Mexican border is now. Just come right over. Come on in. <laughs> Works great. Now, I love these little shots. These are like little mini mugs. Oh, yeah. These are cool. So, first thing is the bourbon. Let me say cheers to all of you. Cheers. 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 All right. Let me take. Wow, the aroma on this is fantastic. Let me take a sip. Oh, that has got some serious kick to it. Wow. Let me take another sip. Some nice sizzle. On the palate, nice heat going down, a little bit of oakiness. How, uh, and this is the one foot cock. Straight bourbon. Straight bourbon. How long is this age? Two years? This is about two and a half years two and old. A half. Yep, in a small barrel. So this would have come out of a 15 gallon barrel that we were using a, a, a new uh, white American oak, char number three. And the significance of using the smaller barrel? 
Well, for for young to first uh, generation distillers like us, we don't have a warehouse full of barrels to pick from. So we start with the small ones. They're a little bit cheaper, but uh, also you get some of the aging happens in a smaller, uh, in a shorter period of time because of the surface area relationship. Now, this is batch one, bottle 108. First ever batch. Correct. And when did this come off the uh, out of the barrels? We launched that two weeks ago right here. So the whiskey is brand new. It's fresh. Fresh. Well, we don't want it that fresh. <laughs> we don't want like a few days fresh. We want it at least aged at two and a half years. So we're amongst the first to be sampling the one foot cock straight bourbon whiskey. Correct. Absolutely. Love the bottle. Very prohibition type era bottle. Uh, and how did you come up with the name one foot cock? Cock a doodle doo. Well, there's a lot of crazy uh, notions about the name, but really it's it's as simple as it was a wooden wind chime out on the original barn, and uh, during a torrid storm, one of the legs was blown off. That was uh, it. That was it. Very simple. <laughs> oh, we need the microphone there. <laughs> Got to use the microphone, Colonel. That Lane. happens a lot, General, around here. There you go. Well, how did you come up with, uh, how did you, well, tell you what before we talk about that i think there's another spirit that we want to sample and that would be what we got to get you the microphone so when you speak you got to use the microphone here go ahead next we're going to move into a uh, vodka it's our 100 percent corn vodka that we make here on site um you got to introduce yourself first. My name is Roy Backus. I'm the director of hospitality and pleasures here at ah, Buffalo Distilling Company. Ah, director of hospitality and pleasures. What about the happy endings? Uh, do, you, do you have? Do you work on that too? Or I, do work, I have to, do I have to call the geishas next door. I work on that as well. It uh, might be a little extra cash. Ah, uh, love you long time. <laughs> it's. Uh, it actually says that on my business card. And, I like. Uh, I like yeah, the title. Okay, thank you very it's much. It's a very nice title. Stick uh, with it. Yeah, thank you. It, uh, you know, it, it describes what we do here. We want everybody to come in and, and enjoy themselves in our facility and try different spirits and enjoy the space. And we try and provide those pleasures when we can. Um, today, we're going to move into the vodka next. And the reason we're doing that is uh, very different on the palate from the bourbon. Um, I'm an old Polish guy from Buffalo, New York, and I like drinking Eastern European vodkas. I think there's a lot of new vodkas out there that People are like, oh, that's wonderful. You don't taste anything. And that's great for some folks, but I like to taste our vodka. And you get a nice big taste in the beginning, a big taste in the beginning on the vodka, but then you get a really nice residual sweetness at the back end, very reminiscent of Polish, Ukrainian, and Russian vodkas. Oh, wait, wait. i got to stop you right there. You mentioned Russian vodka. I've got to launch a CIA and NSA investigation on you immediately for possible collusion. So <laughs> <laughs> had to put that out there. All right, I, I will be careful. Um, I'll make sure I get escorted to my car later. Yeah, by the whatever. way, if you have Russian dressing, you're really toast. You're in big trouble. So the eastern types of vodkas, which are primarily, isn't it potatoes they make their vodka? Uh, potato and wheat, other grains. Um, there's a, a very famous Polish vodka that is actually made from a uh, wheat grass. That It has a little green tinge. They keep a little bit of the wheat grass within the bottle itself. Um, it's called it's a bison grass vodka. Um, they, so they use pr traditionally potatoes and wheat. Um, I believe it has something to do with the water source and the minerality in the water. And I think we've captured that here. And again, you get, you'll notice on your tongue, you'll get a little bit of burn in the beginning, a little bit of warmth going down, and then it all follows with residual sweetness at the back end and some sugar. My name is Natasha. We will not drink vodka. So we will say cheers. Nazdrovia. Nazdrovia. Now I'm definitely getting investigated. No question about it. Now, what's very interesting about this, 
This doesn't have a lot of kick to it. Not a lot of kick. Still 80 proof, but because of that sweetness and the way it's balanced out, it's been, it, they say distilled X amount of times. It went through our giant still through 15 different chambers, and then we cold filter it five times before it comes through. So that takes some of the proof heat out, but it doesn't wipe out any of that really wonderful flavor. You still get all that flavor in there. Now, when Andy was giving us the tour back in the back end of the distillery, we had from, uh, from no, oh, was it no filtering? All the way up to, I think, uh, was it nine, uh, six, six times filtering. And I will tell you that straight up, the aroma, it was like going to your doctor's office and the aroma of getting a shot when they put the alcohol on you. Very harsh, but the sixth, just like it is now, very, very smooth. Big difference, more floral, more sweetness on the palate. But subtle. It's not like you're drinking a, a, a sugar-flavored drink, but just enough to be able to taste the nuance. Thank you very much. Very nice. And again, it's made out of... It's made out of 100% corn. New York corn. New York corn. All of our... We're proud to be a New York State farm distillery. In order to get that designation, at least 80% of the products you use have to come from New York State. We are not only proud to be... To fill that, but 100% of the products we use come from New York State. All of our spent grains go back to the go back to different various farmers. They use them as feed for their hogs. They use them as fertilizer, and so everything gets recycled through, gets bought in New York State, goes back to New York State, and it really is. Uh, it keeps as much as we can. We we like to keep it local and regional, and I think it adds to some of the flavor. Well, this is what, with the trend that we're seeing now across the country, we're seeing a renaissance, a boom in micro distilleries and craft distillers that we didn't see even five years ago. I think beer went through that much sooner than craft distilling. And Andy, let me ask you, what do you attribute that to? Why has craft distilling become so popular the last number of years? Well, I think it's a couple of things. For one thing, the beer guys kicked down the door with the, you know, breaking the, shattering the the glass ball that was we everyone was drinking Budweiser and you know big industrial beers and then the, those guys did a lot of legwork and then that made people open up their taste buds to say hey maybe there's another world out there that I could be enjoying and um, so that that's a lot of it the, the beer guys have been at it I'd say at least 15 years maybe I know Tim over at Flying Bison 15 years he's been in business and yeah, and Flying Bison's just down the street here. That's a local craft distiller, or crushing brewer here in the Buffalo Theater of Operations, where we're originating from today. Yeah, right next door. So those guys did a lot of the legwork, and they got people to say, hey, I can drink something that's local, and it's delicious, and it's actually it's, it's better. Um, so that was a piece of it. And then another piece was actually legislation that it made it simpler in, uh, in, in some of the permitting for us to become a distillery. We didn't have to, we didn't have to get the same permit that Jim Beam and Jack Daniels, who may maybe produce 100,000 gallons a week, uh, where we may produce 100 gallons in a month. You know what I mean? Well, what is interesting is that while craft brewing is big on, on a, home brewing is very big, you cannot home distill. And the reason for that, and correct me if I'm wrong, is because number one, you've got more flammability, and number two, if it's not distilled properly, you can have serious uh, health effects. The old Jake leg. Which is what? I think that's where your leg starts to kick uncontrollably. I don't know if there's well, any truth to that. I don't know, but, but <laughs> blindness and there's other things uh, that, can, that can be caused. And that's why uh, you do what? Heads, what they call it? Tails or heads, yep. where you dra the, drain off? The heads come out first. 
and there's some different alcohols in there that you do not want to. They're great cleaning agents. Right. Very flammable. Right. You do not want to drink it, though. And then the hearts come next, and that's what you want to put in the bottle eventually. And then the tails is really the tail end of the run. It kind of, the, the run has dissipated, and, it, and it's kind of wearing out, and you don't want that in there, too, because it's, it's going to put in some off flavors mostly. It's nothing that's harmful for you, though. Gotcha. All right, so give us the story about Buffalo distilling. I'll tell you what, uh, we'll take a time out because I'm just looking over at the clock here and I've got to hit this last break. But when we come back, I want to talk about how you got into distilling, what you were doing before, a little bit of the history of Buffalo distilling. As we continue front and center today, I am in the Ford Theater of Operations, Buffalo, New York at Buffalo Distilling. We're just uh, a half mile or so from Buffalo Riverworks. The site of our 2017 Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the water, Saturday, August 12th, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., presented by Gurkha Cigars as we get ready to launch five of their new brands. Tickets and info, CigarDave.com. We'll continue, continue front and center from Buffalo Distilling. Stay right there. The June selection for the Cigar Dave Officers Club is a Quesada sampler, including the Fonseca Nicaragua. This is the first Fonseca cigar made in Nicaragua. It's crafted with tobaccos from Ometepe, Jalapa, and Esteli to capture the full complexity of Nicaraguan tobacco. The Cigar Dave Officers Club Quesada sampler is coming to your mailbox this month. Want these cigars shipped directly to you each month? Log on to CigarDave.com to join the Officers Club. This is the General Cigar Dave. Join me for the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the water, presented by Gurkha Cigars from my hometown of Buffalo, Saturday, August 12th, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. at Buffalo Riverworks. It is a great day of alpha male pleasure maneuvers. It's an all-inclusive VIP ticket. You will get five great premium cigars from Gurkha, including three of their soon-to-be-released new brands, a full alpha male lunch buffet. You will get samplings of craft beer from Hamburg Brewing, some great distilled spirit samplings, a commemorative gift, and a live broadcast of the Cigar Dave Show. It is the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the water presented by Gurkha. Info and tickets at CigarDave.com. Tickets go quick. They will sell out. Go there right now. Presented by Hamburg Brewing, Tinderbox Buffalo, Goodrich Coffee, News Talk 930 WBEN, and Gurkha Cigars. The Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest. Info and tickets. CigarDave.com. America is under attack. Basic freedoms, privileges, and acts that we would normally take for granted are disappearing each day, including the simple ability to enjoy a cigar. This is Glenn Loop, Executive Director of Cigar Rights of America, CRA. At a time when elected officials should be thinking about education, public safety, and creating jobs, they are actually thinking about smoking bans, new taxes, and regulations of historic proportions on premium cigars. The cigars that provide us with pleasure, relaxation, and fellowship are under attack. We have to stop it. That's why Cigar Rights of America was created, to work for a new political day for cigar enthusiasts across America, to roll back restrictive laws and defeat onerous taxes and regulations that impact everyone from your local cigar shop to your personal humidor. For the price of a few great cigars, be a part of this effort to protect your right to enjoy a cigar without excessive taxation and cumbersome legislation. Go to CigarRights.org. Let's tell the government we've had enough. Join now, CigarRights.org.
The Cigar Dave Show. Your passport to unabashed pleasure. As we enjoy the alpha male good life, without any feeling of guilt, the enemies of pleasure not welcome in our perimeter. And I can tell you at Buffalo Distilling here in Buffalo, New York, where we are originating from today, that it is 100% alpha pleasure. We have sampled the one-foot cock straight bourbon whiskey. Bottle number, or batch one, bottle number 108, just came off the uh, out of the barrel about two weeks ago. We have sampled their vodka. And before we get ready to sample the one-foot cock apple brandy, let me bring back Andy Weggerson, the co-founder and master distiller here at Buffalo Distilling. Andy, how did you get your start in distilling? And uh, tell us about the history of Buffalo Distilling. Well, I'll tell you. Thank you for asking that. Um, as you mentioned Austin, Texas. I was actually living in Austin, Texas with my wife for seven years. I was born and raised in Buffalo. We ended up down there for different reasons. I noticed reasons. a little Texas twang you have. Yeah, we got a little that. twang going here. Uh, Stevie Ray fan as well. So. Great. Um, anyway, I moved back to Buffalo and uh, was hanging out with one of my buddies, and we became what we say, what we legally call enthusiastic about distilling since there's no legal heat distilling allowed at the home level. You have to have a federal permit and a state license to do that. So I've never heard of anybody violating that law. Ever. So, now, who was it? Your grandfather who was taking his long boat across Cigar? the river? Well, he didn't have the boat, but he was kind of uh, organizing little uh, trips over to Canada to bring in some uh, some whiskey back in the day. So I think he would have loved to be here right now. Absolutely. With his gold label cigar and his Crown Royale, and I'm sure he enjoyed the, the bourbon here. No doubt about it. Absolutely. Well, we became enthusiastic about distilling, and it was around that time, maybe 2008, that the law did change and allowed for the New York State Farm. Uh, Act, which allowed New York State Farm Distilling, allowed to put it in gr in reach of folks like us, um, and we we pursued that. It took us a few more years. I think it was around 2014 when we sold our first legal bottle of, uh, and it was an apple brandy that we're gonna we're gonna try. And it was made on a farm. Near we started Alden, out on a farm. Yeah, our first legal distillery was out in Bennington, New York, Alden, New York. And that was beautiful, picturesque little barn and farm to perfect little pond out there that we would hang out and uh, make whiskey and run the stills and, you know, slop the hogs and whatever else had to be done. And where, what, would you, what were you doing before uh, you got into the distilling business? I was working business. in uh, transportation. I was a sales rep. I started with Roadway when I moved back, the defunct Roadway uh, so you weren't anywhere near the distilling or, 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 or distilled spirits industry. You learned it all kind of yeah. as a hobbyist. I'm a proud first-generation distiller. There you go. Well, of course, you've got to say that it goes back probably four generations, but you're the first really to really make it, make it work. You've got you to give a little bit of a story there. Absolutely. There's quite a story behind it. But that's that's it. another show. Now, before we uh, taste the apple brandy, tell us uh, where is, uh, is the one-foot cock... Where is that sold? The the bourbon, the whiskey, or the whiskey, the uh, the apple brandy, and your vodka. Where would people find that? Is it available nationally, just locally? It's mostly locally from Westfield all the way through Buffalo, Batavia, and Rochester right now. So uh, probably 60 stores. We're in all the big stores in, in Buffalo and small stores. All right. Well. And yeah. if people are coming up visiting Niagara Falls, Buffalo, any one of the major stores, I'm sure. All right. Very quickly, let's do the apple brandy. Up next, we have the apple brandy, and uh, this is Roy again. And uh, we have the apple brandy, uh, one-foot cock. It's aged in former bourbon barrels for 14 months, 
think Calvados, which is a French style Calvados, brandy. Calvados, know it well, love it. Yep, it's more along those lines, not that sweet, um, the sweet kind of brandy that you think you would get. Oh, this is good. Absolutely delicious. Mm. Makes some wonderful cocktails, and it's wonderful on the rocks. Put it in a snifter right after dinner, kicking back. This is excellent. Roy, want to thank you. Andy, uh, Buffalo Distilling. Stand by, Lieutenants and Alphas, hour number two of the Cigar Dave Show, coming your way next. The Cigar Dave Show podcast is presented by Diamond Crown. Sit back, relax, pour a drink, and light up a Diamond Crown as you begin the show with the General Cigar Dave. This is CCRN. Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. The foremost authority on cigars, spirits, dice, dames, alpha male diversions, and the alpha male lifestyle in general. And now, after my trip to Austin, Texas. Don't mess with Texas. I'd like to consider myself an honorary Texan. In fact, I bought a set of antlers that I'm going to mount on my SUV when I get back to the Cigar City. I got the boots, I got the hat, and I'm going to get one of those sport coats that has the little stitching in the back and really feel like a Texan. And I'm going to be an oil man or a cattle man. I haven't decided that. Maybe both. I'm going to live on a ranch. I think that that's got a good sound to it. But I will tell you that I feel that not only am I an expert in the world of alpha male pleasure maneuvers, but in, I would say, barbecue gastric maneuvers. Because I can tell you, or gastro maneuvers, gastro pub, whatever they call it, I will tell you that I have sampled four of Austin's finest, and I will give you a full report. Welcome back, hour number two, the general and global alpha front and center. Today we originate from Buffalo Distilling, Buffalo, New York, as I am exploring the Ford Theater of Operations for the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the water Saturday, August 12th, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Buffalo River works just about a half mile from where we are originating from today. Tickets and info, CigarDave.com. We'll be launching five new cigars from Gurkha as they are our presenting sponsor, and we cannot wait to have everybody in attendance. We'll have great samplings of spirits and delicacies and cigars. Always a great time. And if the weather is like it is today, even though we're undercover, it is going to be fantastic. About 75 degrees here in the in the city of Buffalo. No humidity. What a difference from Texas and in the uh, sunshine and humidity state of Florida right now. now. Let me talk about my barbecue endeavors. I had a mission. I, I, of course, researched some of the great places, but I also asked some of the people I knew from Austin, and I said, where are some of the great places that people may not know about? And they gave me a list. Now, of course, there's some very famous places. Salt Lake Barbecue, very well known. Had to do that, which I did. But as I said in uh, hour number one, I was going to go to Franklin Barbecue, but 
two-hour wait. And I'm not waiting. I don't care how good the food is. It could be gold-plated, and I'm not going to wait that long. They could chew it for you, General. Yeah, I never waited for Outback Steakhouse when they used to have hour waits. Yes. Not happening. Yes. Not going to happen. There's too many other places. So I see a place that's got four and a half stars, and it's a food truck. You sit outside in these, uh, in these picnic tables with a temporary covering over it. General, are you uh, right in city limits now? When right you in that city. Truck? I'm okay. on Cesar Chavez Boulevard. Yes. Right maybe two miles from downtown, very gotcha. close to where Mr. Richard Overton. By the way, we talked about Richard Overton, the oldest living veteran, 111. That was the purpose of my trip, to visit him. And if you go to CigarDave.com, we've got a special Alpha Mission 111, SAM 111 page, because it's his 111th birthday a few weeks ago, and we wanted to share it with him. And so I was able to smoke a cigar, got an interview, uh, took great pictures, spent great time with him. So that was the primary purpose, but of course... Barbecue while I'm there. I have to take one for the team. Got to do it, General. So the first place I find, and I've noticed about Austin, they've got a lot of food trucks, specifically barbecue trucks. And I should uh, introduce one more time. We've got Colonel Ange Puccio front and center. We've got Butcher Dave. We've got Exo Tim. We've got Lieutenant Gary. We've got Puff Muff and Lori. And there's Puff Muff and Lori in the back, incognito. So... <laughs> I see this, these trucks, and I'm thinking, I don't know. Food, I'm not a big food truck guy. Never have been a food truck guy, but it's rated high. And as I walk in towards the place, not a big line, but I see a couple of people eating, finishing up. So I asked them, I said, let me ask you, food any good here? No bowl. And they said, outstanding. Get the ribs. I said, okay. So I went, got the ribs, got the brisket. I'm looking at their menu right now. We've got a picture of this. Uh, they sell the meats by the half pound, so brisket, pork ribs, pork shoulder, so, uh, they've got sausage. They've got what's called a Frito pie, corn chips, pork shoulder, chopped brisket. Needless to say, that was not on the menu for me. However, I had to sample the brisket. I had a uh, quarter pound of the brisket, and I did just over a half a pound of the pork ribs. I think I got four, about five ribs. You will see pictures. Actually, wait, I, wanna, I don't want to lie here. I want to be exact. I had one, two, three, six ribs. Baby back or spare ribs, General? They were, these were baby backs. These were the baby, uh, these were the spare ribs. Okay. So that's the bottom portion. Yep. And, and bigger serving. Yep. And when I went to Salt Lake Barbecue, on their menu, they actually showed the different animals and where things come from. Right. So I learned the difference between baby backs as well as spare ribs. The backs are from the back part, higher part. The spare ribs from the lower part, kind of the, the, the rounder, the bigger part. It's good to know, but it's better just to eat them. But it's good to know. That's good to know. Because let's face it, I want to be a, I want to be, I want to be a, a rib raconteur. You, you'll be butchering before you know it, General. I wouldn't go that far because my skills with a chainsaw and with any sort of saw, not so great. I mean, uh, sometimes you just need a real big knife. Or, or I guess a jackhammer would probably do as well. <laughs> So I had the brisket, two slices, big slices of the brisket, very moist, very, very tender, very, very delicious. And I didn't use any sauce because my ultimate test is I want to be able to taste the actual seasoning and the meat. The ribs, by far, the number one rib I had in Austin. Not even close. There's nowhere close to second. Outstanding. They use some sort of either molasses or brown sugar with some black pepper, some sort of other seasoning, and it had a nice char, a nice crust to it. You will see it in the picture. Now, these were not fall off the bone. They were definitely a little bit, not chewy, but just the right amount of texture. I don't mind fall off the bone ribs, 
and one of the other establishments that I went to had fall off the bone ribs, but these were outstanding. And I showed you pictures, Colonel Ange. I yes, shared pictures, and with Lieutenant Gary and Mrs. Harum of one, and, and Captain Paul. Where is Captain Paul, by the way? He said he was going to be here. Uh, AWOL, General. It's more. It's push-up time. Well, Captain Paul is now going to be here hereafter referred to as Private Paul. <laughs> Another now, demotion. He is a motion. By the way, Lieutenant Gary, congratulations. You could be in line to be a captain. <laughs> <laughs> well, General, I agree with you. I mean, all, all ribs don't have to be fall off the bone, and it's good no. to make them that way. Some people do, but... They were great. Yes. They were phenomenal. And the, the again, I didn't need any sauce, but then I wanted to try their sauce. Right. Nice vinegary ketchup, not a ketchupy, but just a tomatoey sauce with a little bit of tang. Yeah. Very, very nice. Not overly sweet. Curlin's Barbecue, outstanding. Now, General, do they, do, I'm sorry, do they have a brick and mortar place no. too? It's no. strictly a truck. One place, wow. same spot, and there's another place called La Barbecue just down the street, also in a truck. They had a line, didn't have a chance to sample it. But you know what? The first one, I hit the bullseye. Yeah, I guess you did. And That's sometimes. Great. Things happen for a reason. I couldn't get into Franklin. I'll tell you, I don't need to taste Franklin. I'm telling you, these were off the charts, phenomenal. You'll see the pictures, fellow alphas. You'll know exactly what I am talking about. And by the way, I saw a great billboard that I'll share with you. As I'm driving to my hotel, I see a big sign with a big piece of meat, and it says, it's always grilling season, only in Texas. Uh, loving Texans. Love it. I don't know about that, General. It's always grilling season in Buffalo. That's true. <laughs> That's true. You're exactly right. It Thank is. you. It, it really is. Yeah. Now, the next rib place that I went to was a little bit of a change-up because I went to, I initially wanted to go to a place called Black's Barbecue near the University of Texas campus, and I show up around 7.15, and I walk in, and there's a chalkboard with a sign that says, we're out of meat. The only thing available is sausage. Well, I didn't come all the way to Texas for sausage. I came for ribs and brisket. Well, they're out of meat, so i got to go to Plan B. I go to Plan B. Now, if you've seen Well, General, that could be that they had some of the best barbecue in Texas, and you just missed it. It could have been. But nonetheless, you can't dwell on the past. you, you got to move forward. Yes, so sir. I had to go. Look, any good general has not only secondary but tertiary plans. Absolutely. Okay, general George Patton said, I don't just have one plan. we got a, a backup plan and a tertiary plan. That's a big word for you Democrats that are listening right now, but look it up. So I go to this place downtown, Stubbs. Now, you've heard of the sauce called Stubbs, right? And you see the guy yep. that's on there? And I walk in, and it's also like a nightclub. They've got like a, a country music or whatever, and they've got an outdoor amphitheater. The place was busy. I got a 30-minute wait. So I said, do you do takeout? She said, oh, Absolutely. Go right there, no problem. They were very, very nice. Dawn, who took care of me, couldn't have been nicer. Spoke with her for a few minutes, and I said, is this related to the stubs from the sauce? She goes, it is. Stub actually started not as a food cart, but almost like a little wagon that he would take around to different places, and then got a partner and uh, ended up becoming so popular that they ended up with a fixed place downtown, on uh, right near 6th, 6th Street in downtown Austin, I had the ribs, which are spare ribs, and then I had their chicken. Didn't have the brisket. The chicken was great, excellent, juicy, just tender. The way they cut it was great. The ribs were good, but they were greasy. They were very big ribs, a little fatty, but the seasoning on them was excellent. And, of course, the stub sauce is very good. But they were a little fatty. When I opened up, they wrap it in like a paper, and when I opened it up, it was kind of seeping through. The taste was good, but a little too... 
little too too fatty and too oily for my. Were taste. they smoked all the way through, General? Or did they, they were. Toss them on the grill at the end. No, they were they were smoked all the way yeah? through. Yeah, okay. yeah, they were smoked all the way through. Yeah. But again, still good. Yep. Sauce was good, no problem. So, had a, uh, a meeting by Lake Travis, western portion of Austin. Late in the day, it was actually, I want to get an early dinner. It was probably about 5.15. And one of the guys that I was there, I said, where do you recommend? He goes, Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue. Don't let the gas station, the shell station in front of you spook you. It's good stuff. <laughs> okay. So I go in. Walk you want to in. fill her up? Oh, I did, actually. I yeah. filled her up. Hey, don't you remember Big Daddy's Car Wash and Barbecue here in Buffalo? Sure do. It's still there. It is? Well, the barbecue's not there, but Big Daddy's still Big uh, Daddy's? I'll tell you cars. what. My mother used to always tell me go get the car washed, and I'd always come back with barbecue. Yeah. And she'd say, I don't know where that meat's coming from. Who knows? I go, don't worry about it. Just eat it. You know, whatever. So my father and I would always eat it. It was always always good. Never got sick. Yeah, Knock- Big Daddy's still washing carrots, not making ribs. Knock on wood. So Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue, and underneath the sign it says, Worst Barbecue in Texas. <laughs> and I said, well, if anything, they're creative. So I walk in, and a lot of the barbecue places are like this, where you walk in, and it's a giant giant picnic tables, rows of picnic tables, covered with like the red checkerboard tablecloths. You go in a line, and they cut it for you. So I got their ribs, and I did the brisket. Now, you can do the lean, you can do the fat. I had them give me an assortment. I wanted to try both cuts. Both were excellent. The fatty was a little bit more tasty. Are you talking uh, pork ribs or beef ribs? No, no, ribs, but then I was talking about brisket. Okay, the oh, brisket. brisket, sorry. They had pork ribs. The ribs were good. They were definitely not fall off well they were a little bit fall off the bone the seasoning was very light it, it reminded me of brady's backyard barbecue yep. brady doesn't do a lot of seasoning you get a lot of that meat taste but very good just enough but again those ribs that i had from curlin still that seasoning was great but they didn't slather it with sauce it was a dry rub with a little bit of sauce put on but this was good dry rub same thing i think they do a little smoking and a little bit of sauce but not much had their brisket it was excellent but again not the best and then Thursday, my trip was extended. Thank you, United Airlines, canceling my flight. By the way, without any question, United, the worst airline in America. There is no, thank God I didn't get dragged down by the aisle. But I'm telling you, when I travel, look, I travel first class. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. That's how this general rolls. I don't apologize for it. I'm not like one of these, uh, like Mitt Romney, that apologizes for it. I want to travel. I'm going to travel in comfort, and I'm willing to pay for it. The meal was horrible. For breakfast, you know, I'm thinking either a cold cereal or an egg type thing. They had a Greek plate, and I love Greek food, but I don't want hummus at 6.40 a.m. in the morning. And then they had this, like, I don't know what it was, an asparagus, chopped broccoli, chopped mishmash mush in, like, this shell. It was horrible. That's breakfast, General? Horrible. Yeah, Yeah, breakfast. Yeah, breakfast. Sounds great. I can't wait. You go to Delta American. Yeah, Delta American. That's what they they give you normal breakfast. And then I go into the Delta Club. And of course, these clubs all have nice coffee. And I'm thinking, okay, well, I drink decaf and they have instant on the airplane. (laughs) So I'm thinking, great. I know just like at the Delta Club and some of the other clubs, they have the coffee. I spot the gourmet machine, their Illy machine. What do I see? And I'll post this. Out of order. So I look across I look across the club. There's another one. So I walk the 50 feet across the club. Guess what? Out of order? Out of order. Oh. Guess what else was out of order on my flight yesterday? Lucky the, it wasn't you, General. You that's be right. You dragged down the aisle. No, I'm always in order. Trust me on that. Depends on, uh, yeah, I can misbehave. There's no yeah. doubt about it. But yeah. I'm always in order when it comes to being sharp and on the ball. Yeah. Satellite Wi-Fi. Make a big deal on this new A3. We've got satellite Wi-Fi. 
satellite Wi-Fi doesn't work. Three times the stewardess rebooted it, three times didn't work. So two hours and 10 minutes of non-productive time. Good thing I had my Wall Street Journal to read. So I got on a tangent. United Airlines blows. Oscar <laughs> Munoz, the CEO, blows. The whole airline stinks. Don't fly them. They suck. They blow. If this wasn't a G-rated show, I'd really tell you what I felt like. And they paid our flight attendants garbage. I was talking to a newbie flight attendant. Why anybody would want to be a sky waitress working for the kind of money to peanuts, and literally it is peanuts, is beyond me. And, and uh, I would be embarrassed to work for a crappy company like United Airlines. I really would. It's and I feel badly for the good people that are there because they're, they're led by crappy management that have no clue what they're doing. And Continental, when it was the Continental side, was great. United has always blown going back to 20-some-odd years ago. And sadly, the first flight I ever took out of Buffalo to Miami, Buffalo Sunbird Service, United Flight 972 to Miami, Sunbird Service was great. United has stunk for 20 years. Yeah, and that's that's a shame, General, because originally it was one of the best. Yeah, they ought to You look forward to it. They ought to change the name from United to Disjointed, because that's really <laughs> what the airline's all about. All right, I got on a tangent. When I come okay. back from this segment... Sometimes I get I get long-winded. I know it shocks everyone. How does that happen? I never I, I've never seen it. When I get on a roll, what can I tell you? Yeah. Sergeant Steve, he's sitting back there jumping up and down. We got to take a break, General. <laughs> so when I come back, I will tell you about my fourth barbecue, fourth and final stop, Salt Lick Barbecue. Very famous. Two locations. I went to the location in Round Rock, Texas, just north of Austin, where the headquarters of Dell Computer is. When we come back, I will tell you about the man and his meat that I had at the Salt Lake Barbecue in Round Rock, Texas. If you miss any of the general show, you can catch up anytime with the Cigar Dave mobile app. Presented by Diamond Crown. Listen to the most recent show simply by opening the app with our continuous replay. Or you can download a podcast of a past show. Search Cigar Dave in the App Store to get it. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. How? What about, it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next. How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yet costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Genius! <laughs> Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. This is the General Cigar Day. Join me for the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the water. Presented by Gurkha Cigars from my hometown of Buffalo. Saturday, August 12th, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. at Buffalo Riverworks. 
It is a great day of alpha male pleasure maneuvers. It's an all-inclusive VIP ticket. You will get five great premium cigars from Gurkha, including three of their soon-to-be-released new brands, a full alpha male lunch buffet. You will get samplings of craft beer from Hamburg Brewing, some great distilled spirit samplings, a commemorative gift, and a live broadcast of the Cigar Dave Show. It is the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the water presented by Gurkha. Info and tickets at CigarDave.com. Tickets go quick. They will sell out. Go there right now. Presented by Hamburg Brewing, Tinderbox Buffalo, Goodrich Coffee, News Talk 930 WBEN, and Gurkha Cigars. The Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest. Info and tickets. CigarDave.com. Tickets for the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the Water, presented by Gurkha Cigars, are on sale now and going fast. Last year sold out, so don't miss your chance this year. Tickets and info at CigarDave.com. I think we're down to less than 40 tickets right now, so if you want to attend Saturday, August 12th, go to CigarDave.com. Info and tickets right here, right now. As we come to you from Buffalo Distilling, just uh, stone's throw from Buff- from. Buffalo River Works, where we'll be holding the Pleasure Fest. I want to finish my story from Austin. Last place I go for barbecue, Salt Lake Barbecue. Now, I've heard about Salt Lake. A number of people said you got to go to Salt Lake. Got to go to Salt Lake. Original location's about 40 minutes south. I went to the location about 25, 30 minutes north, just a little bit shorter. So you walk in, and it's very cool because it's got these stones, and it's just kind of a, a very quaint setting. And, again, you walk in, and the first thing you see is this giant meat pit. You see the smoking pit, and I see the pit master, and he's got all the different meats. He's got the brisket. He's got the pork. He's got the, the uh, ribs, the sausage. So I say to him, and he's putting this big plate together. He goes, that's our sampler plate. I go, well, what's your favorite? What do you recommend? He said, the beef ribs. I said, which one is it? He goes, it's not here. Hold on. Goes to the pit, brings out this giant beef rib that looks like a brontosaurus rib. It's about a foot long, honest to God. And he takes a knife, peels off about four or five inches for me. He said, try that. Got a nice big piece. Tried it off the charts. So I ordered the sampler, which included the brisket, the pork ribs, and the sausage. And I'd order the two beef ribs on the side. It's like $16.95, just comes aside. Two giant ones. They were so big, I could only finish one. They're amazing. They were incredible. Number two ribs, without any question. The beef ribs off the charts. And I thought their brisket was definitely number two. So Curlin's number one, Salt Rock number two. So if you're going to go to anywhere, go to one of those. But Salt Salt or, or, or uh, Salt, Salt Lick. I mean, Salt Lick just really has that cool experience. Go during an off time. I went right around 3:30. No problem getting in. Otherwise, could be a long wait. Love the barbecue in Austin, Texas. The 2017 Alpha Pleasure Fest on the Water, presented by Gurkha Cigars, is Saturday, August 12th at Buffalo River Works. It's a day full of alpha male pleasure, including five premium Gurkha cigars, luscious cocktails, craft beers from Hamburg Brewery, coffee from Goodrich Coffee, and a buffet fit for the alpha male. The Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the Water, presented by Gurkha Cigars, is Saturday, August 12th in Buffalo, New York. Get your tickets now at CigarDave.com.
1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. I loved the Batman TV show when I was a kid growing up in the 70s. I used to watch it on Commander Tom every afternoon on the ABC affiliate in Buffalo WKBW from a secret location somewhere in western New York. But I remember Commander Tom with his red jacket with his gold-like epaulets. General, do, yes. you remember, do you remember the robot's name? Promo. Promo. But robot. that was on Rocket Ship 7. That was the morning show. Time? Yes, yes. Oh, that, that that's that's correct. That was a different show. Gotcha. And Mr. Beeper. Mr. Beeper. That's correct. But that's when still have Mr. Beeper. That's, when, that's when television was creative and good, not the garbage today. But Adam West, who played Batman, the show only was I think three seasons long on uh, ABC, and actually did well in its time slot. And then after three seasons, the Bean Counters, counters came in and they axed it. But they were doing two episodes. They ran back-to-back, -back and they had big ratings. And then it got into syndication, which you can still find at TV stations across the world. But Adam West, who played Batman, hard to believe he was 88, passed away on Sunday. And really, for kids growing up in the 70s, he was... Ever, I wanted to be Batman. I love Batman. In high school, I went for... The seniors would always dress up during Halloween. I went as Batman. My good buddy went as Robin. I even took a little Batman logo, put it on the side of my car. It was a green Plymouth Volari, so it didn't really have the same cachet as the Batmobile. But I had the tights and everything. I went over to this costume place, and I've got a picture that I will share. All right, I'm going to make noise now. La, no, no, no. La, la, I look good. La, la. No, I'm telling you. I, he, and I had the little bat ears, the little bl the blue thing. I will tell you, that it was a little bit, uh, the Mary Janes were biting a little bit. There's no question about it, as you Frank Sinatra would tights. say. Whoops, yeah. you got to get lost me in tights. Well, look, if it was good enough for Adam West and Batman, damn it, it's good enough for this general uh, way back when. But here's some, a great story. By the way, his co-star, Burt Ward, who played the boy wonder Robin, 
He's 71 years of age now. It's hard to believe. That's almost impossible. I mean, I still remember them just watching them, and they were cool. I mean, every every kid I know watched Batman. It was a great show. Still in syndication. I, I see the Batman movies. Don't they just don't compare to the Batman TV show? But what's interesting is not only did Adam West have great bat powers, but he had great bat powers in the bedroom with many bat women, apparently. <laughs> Because he was known to have uh, slept with up to eight women a night back in the day. And many women in the morning in his dressing room, they romp with eager groupies in uh, the dressing rooms between scenes. And what is interesting is that they would have up to eight women a night. And they, uh, Adam West said women back then in the 60s. They were throwing themselves. He said, Bert and I were like kids in a candy store. It was the swinging 60s with free love, and women threw themselves at us. I remember one night with eight different women. Orgy is a harsh word. I don't think it's harsh at all. I think it's a very pleasant, pleasant word now that I talk about it that way. Orgy is a harsh word, he said, but it was eight at one time. I'd have young female co-stars in my dressing room at 7.45 a.m. in the morning. And he said that because of the physical limitations of the bat costume, you had to have quickies with the tights and everything. So that was 7.45 in the morning, relatively early. But he and Frank Gorshin, who played the Riddler. Do you remember Frank Gorshin? Yes. Okay, Frank gotta... Gorshin and uh, the uh, Penguin Caesar, was? Uh, there was Cesar Romero. Burgess Meredith. Burgess Meredith. That's right. Cesar Romero. Uh, in fact, Don Rickles had a great joke. They were doing a, a roast one night, and he looked at Cesar Romero. This is like, I think, in the 90s. He goes, Caesar, you were great in the 40s. <laughs> <laughs> a classic. But he and Gorshin went to the party, went to this orgy in character, like in the Batman and Riddler outfits, oh. and they ended up getting kicked out of the orgy because they were having a ball with it and acting like Batman and the Riddler, and apparently whoever was throwing it was not too happy. But here's a little-known fact. After the show ended in 1970... He was offered the James Bond part after Sean no Connery. way. That, you didn't know that, did you? I did not know that, General Global Alpha. I did not know that, as Johnny Carson would say. But he turned down the role because he believed that Bond should be British. Well, the current Bond, uh, Daniel Craig, is a pussy. So, I mean, there really should be no limitation whether you're British or American. So, as far as I'm concerned... He should have taken the role. He could have always, listen, I've got the British accent. I'm Sean Connery. I'm Bond. I'm kind of glad he didn't take the role because I don't think anybody was as good as Sean Connery. Well, nobody was, but remember, Roger Moore, who just passed away as well, took over. And, And at the time, the first few films, certainly there was an adjustment, but then people got used to it. But there's no question, Sean Connery is the first and the best. But think of the role. I mean, that really, but what's amazing is after the Batman series, he really got typecast, he did a lot of commercials, did a lot of appearances, really just as Batman, but he still amassed a $25 million fortune from the royalties and, and the appearances. God bless so, you, Batman. I'll tell you what, to, yeah. to wear tights, 25 mil, Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Not a bad gig. So rest in peace, Adam West. Yes, sir. Love Batman, love Robin. Holy alpha males. Holy orgies, Batman. <laughs> Outstanding. Now, another man that I would like to talk about. The world's most interesting man. You know who I'm talking about, don't you? Yes, the former Dos Equis, 
Stay thirsty, my friends. Right. Remember I don't him? often drink beer, but when I do, I put it in my mouth. I, that's, <laughs> you know, going from the orgy to that, Colonel Ange, there's some parallels that can be drawn there. That's all up to you, General. You can figure it out. <laughs> oh, we'll leave that to the imagination of our alphas that are listening, but I'm sure they know exactly what we are speaking of. But the most interesting man in the world is back, but he's not drinking Dos Equis, my friend. He's drinking tequila. Actor Jonathan Goldsmith, who portrayed the world's most interesting man, was given the boot by Dos Equis in March of 2016. So not even a year ago. Now, when you think about that, he was synonymous with that brand. And now they're going a different direction. But to me, when you have a character like that that has amassed incredible brand wealth, incredible brand identity, you don't want to give that up. you got to keep him in the fold some way, shape, or form. I would think so. I mean, even if you lock him up and say, listen, we're going to give you golden uh, handcuffs. We're going to pay you whatever they paid him. We're going to pay you the same amount to do nothing. Well, they didn't. Yeah. The ad agency, the, the Dos Equis brand didn't. Well, guess what? There are plenty of other guys that wanted to have the world's most interesting man. And he has now returned to pitch tequila. So what is very interesting is that uh, even though he was given a send-off by Dos Equis, he is now being, he's now the pitch man for Astral Tequila. And still portraying the same most interesting man, my friends. I'm glad he is. They my put friends. him in a, in a I used to drink beer, but now I drink tequila. Tequila. They put tequila. him in a spaceship, General. Right. Well, he's sitting in a familiar setting, leather high-back chair, bookended by beautiful women. He looks in the camera and says, I told you, I don't always drink beer. <laughs> and guess what? Now he's drinking tequila. So how in the world does Dos Equis let the world's most interesting man out of the barn? How does that happen? So they spent all these, really, probably hundreds of millions over the last, whatever it is, campaign ran, what, maybe 10 years? Whatever it is, you got to use the microphone, Colonel Lines, remember. Whatever it is, and what happens? Now Astral Tequila comes in. It's kind of like the Can You Hear Me Now guy from Verizon. General, it's kind of like Flo from Progressive, right? I mean, they've got this, this dame on, the, on that uh, insurance commercial. She's been there forever, and they keep her going. They're not going to let her go. Well, there's another kind of Flo and Flow, which... Many ladies listening would probably be more familiar with than the flow from Progressive. Sounds like a perfect job for the general, the most interesting man around. Well, I know the most interesting general, most interesting alpha male. Ah. <laughs> Stay thirsty, my friends. All right. <clears throat> this is a classic. You have all heard of Uber, the ride-sharing service that has become really famous. I mean, you've got Lyft, but Uber is still number one far and away. Still Uber losing money, king. but Uber is king. There's no question about it. And over the last number of months, Uber has been entangled in a workplace environment uh, scandal where apparently sexual harassment and, and there were other shenanigans and they weren't paying, whatever it was. And they hired Eric Holder, the former, dis, to me, disgraced attorney general, who was a disgrace as attorney general, now at a law firm. And of course, they bring these clowns in and they say, oh, we're going to, a big law firm, you're going to pay us millions and we're going to give you a report and we're going to tell you what to do. You never allow lawyers to run a business. You never allow lawyers to dictate any management. You never, that is the dumbest move that anybody can make. Why? Because lawyers' brains are wired differently. 
Lawyers are great at contracts. They could be great at litigation. They could be great at settlements. But they are not great at management. They're not entrepreneurs. It is a different skill set. And I've got friends that are attorneys that readily admit that, that tell me, they say, look, the reason we have a professional manager that runs our firms, because as lawyers, we're terrible managers. We're terrible executives. But they have a different skill set. Exactly. But you never allow a, a lawyer to, to negotiate for you. You negotiate, and then you tell them what to put on paper. You never allow a lawyer to dictate how to run your company. Well, Uber, because, again, supposedly some sexual harassment claims and so on, did just that. So Eric Holder comes in make all these recommendations, and the CEO of the company is now on, and I'm using air quotes here, on personal leave. His mother passed away. Correct. But they use that as an excuse. They're saying, we're going to give him some time. So who knows if he comes back? Could be two months, three months. They gave him a copy of the home, the home edition for probably at least three months, maybe permanent. Well, David Bonderman, who is a very well-known financier, venture capitalist, TPG Group. In fact, they bought uh, out of bankruptcy Continental Airlines and turned it around. Remember that. And they've done some great deals. They've also had some clunkers. They've had some bad deals. Well, Uber has been criticized for not having enough female representation on their board. One of their board members is Arianna Huffington. You'll recall her claim to fame is she married someone. Her real name, last name isn't Huffington. She's from, I think, uh, I want to say Greece or Turkey originally, maybe Greece. And uh, whenever you'd see her on Larry King, Larry would say, now, Ariana, Huffington Post, what do you think about this? Well, Larry, I think the global warming problem, Larry, is going to be even bigger down the road. That's how she talked. It's kind of grating, kind of irritating. Well, Ariana Huffington is on the Entertaining. Board. Okay. okay. Well, Huffington Post, they had to sell because that was going in the dumper. They didn't want to admit that, but that is fact. And so she's on the board of directors. Well, billionaire businessman David Bonderman, during a board meeting, uh, Ariana Huffington, who was explaining the benefits of having more female representation on Uber's board, because they just put on a second woman on the board. Now, just what I want to hear, Ariana Huffington lecturing me or any board members on why they should, the benefits of having more female representation, saying that by putting a second, the more females we get, that will attract more female board members. Well, David Bonderman, who is 71, 71 or 72, very well respected, very well known. But he's not afraid to speak his mind. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? Uh, I've heard that from someone here. Yes, but just not the age is a little bit younger. Yeah. A lot yeah. younger. A lot younger. Yeah. Uh, he interjected when she said that, explaining the benefits of having more female representation on Uber's board. Bonnerman said, actually, what it shows is it's much likely there'll be more talking. <laughs> now, can we disagree with that? You bring more broads onto the board, there's going to be more talking. Let's get Puff Muff and Lori in here. Puff Muff and Lori, when you get three, four broads together on a board or in a room or whatever setting, tell me, is there going to be more yapping, more talking going on? Is that not factually accurate? I'm going to give you that one. I will say yes for 500, Alex. Yes Indeed for correct. 500. Dollars. It's not worth the fight. I, I, Wait a minute. Are you saying that women... You get five women together, they all sit there and don't say a word. No, they're talkative. That's okay. That's okay. We're right. talking, we're productive, we're doing a lot. Correct. Now, can you imagine, you know, you're on a board of directors. It was a joke. And you say, actually, it's more talking. That's a funny joke. I'm sitting on the board. I'm laughing. Arianna Huffington, but she has no sense of humor. And actually, she should have a sense of humor because when she found out that the guy she married, who's a millionaire, turned out to be gay, the joke was on her. And that's a true story. 
The guy she married, Huffington, who ended up running for California governor, turns out to be gay. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but what does that say about her? I mean, the guy turns gay after being married to her. So think about it. The board looks and says, hey, honey, you keep talking. Trust me. We put another one like you on, it's going to be just more talking, more babbling. It was a joke. David Bonderman told a joke. Well, of course. Next thing you know, by the way, Bonderman is 74, not 71. Next thing you know, it is a scandal. Big, big to do. And of course, people are up in arms and it gets out because why did it get out? Because Ariana Huffington, guess what? Talked and opened her big fat yap. That's how it got out, proving That's David Bonderman's point. Right 100 to the point. correct. So she said at the board meeting, oh, come on, David, uh, between awkward laughs. And, and she said, don't worry, David. We'll, uh, she, she said, don't worry, David will have a lot of talking to do as well. Great, your little banter, whatever. It's a joke, okay? Well, no, jokes aren't good enough because in this spirit of political correctness, God forbid we should make a joke about abroad. Make a joke about a Dane. Oh, and for those women that are offended I'm using broad, too bad. I'm going to use the term. I'm not afraid to be politically incorrect. I don't give a damn who I offend. If, you, if, you, if I tell you a joke that you find offensive or I make a statement, too bad. Walk out, whatever. And there's a key, there's a point where I think people look. Now, here's a guy that's a billionaire. He's got what's called F-U-M. You know what F-U-M is? Tell us, General. It is frick you money. But the first word is not frick. Frick you money. <laughs> Right. And when a person has frick you money, they can say whatever they damn well please. Because trust me, he's going to go home, even though he's now taken a leave of absence from the board. He is going to go home, and he's still going to be staring into those billions in his bank accounts on his computer screens every day and night. And he's probably saying, do I really need this BS? Do I need to hear from Arianna Huffington? You know what? Better off. Good, good reason that it happened. Walk away. Well, of course, now big controversy. In an email that was later sent to company employees, he said, I quote, I want to apologize to my fellow board members for a disrespectful comment, saying it was inappropriate. Huffington then said, David has apologized to all Uber employees for a remark that was totally inappropriate and against the new culture we're building at Uber. Screw that. Don't apologize. Real alphas, if you think you're right, you don't apologize. And if people are offended, too bad. Get over it. If somebody's offended because you crack a joke about some dames or some broads talking, which happens to be factually true, too bad. Now me, I look and say, it was a joke. If you can't uh, get the spirit of the joke, too bad. My hiring practices show that I'm not discriminating against anybody because he's got women that work for him and women executives at portfolio companies. The actions speak louder than words. And that's where I would have left it. And if Uber wants to kick him off, meanwhile, he's got a big stake in, in Uber, I'd say, go ahead and try it. Go ahead and try it, because I will fight you. They wouldn't have fought it, but instead, he acted like a cowardly beta and rolled over. Of course, a few hours later, he didn't take a leave of absence. Bonnerman resigned and said Uber is examining the, or Uber, whatever, Uber, whatever you call it, is examining the issues with its culture and making significant changes and working to right what has been done wrong, which is extremely important for the future of the company. I don't want my comments to create distraction as Uber works to build a culture of which we can be proud. I need to hold myself to the same standards that we're asking Uber to adopt. I feel like we should break out singing Kumbaya right yeah, now. Yeah, General, you got to get What a load of poppycock, man. you got to get the PR company what that wrote What a load that. of absolute poppycock. And then, of course, Huffington says, I appreciate David doing the right thing for Uber at this critical time. Screw you, Huffington. Screw you. Bonnerman should not have resigned. Now, me, 
They can come after me and say, well, you should resign. Too bad. Forget the culture. That's nonsense. It's a joke. And if you can't differentiate the difference between true sexual harassment and a joke, then really the joke's on you. You're the one with the issue. And this pol political correctness has gone, it's just gone out of control. Everything you say now. Do you know that somebody was telling me that one of the, uh, Captain Sai was telling us that at the airline he worked at, he was at U.S. Airways, he said that they had to go sensitivity training. i uh, tell you what, we need to take a time out because I see we're running long. So when we come back, I will wrap this up. But I'll tell you about some training that he had to undergo. Finally, concluding segment from Buffalo Distilling comes your way next. The June selection for the Cigar Dave Officers Club is a Quesada sampler, including the Fonseca Nicaragua. This is the first Fonseca cigar made in Nicaragua. It's crafted with tobaccos from Ometepe, Jalapa, and Esteli to capture the full complexity of Nicaraguan tobacco. The Cigar Dave Officers Club Quesada sampler is coming to your mailbox this month. Want these cigars shipped directly to you each month? Log on to CigarDave.com to join the Officers Club. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. How? What about, it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next? How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Now, who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yeah, it costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair, genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. The brand new Cigar Dave mobile app. For both iPhone and Android devices is finally out. If you go right now, either to the iTunes Store or the Google Play Store, search for Cigar Dave and download our brand new app. It allows you to listen to the show live on your mobile device. You can listen to all of our podcasts. The last 10 podcasts are always available. Cigar Dave Daily Briefings. Additionally, it gives you direct access within the app to our Twitter page, our Facebook page. We also have the ability for you to call the show during the show right from the app, as well as send me a text message and an email. We also put in a couple of bonus items. You can get a weather uh, uh, alert as well as an alarm clock. It is the brand-new Cigar Dave mobile app. You can listen to the Cigar Dave show anytime, any place, anywhere. Go right now to the iTunes Store or Google Play Store and download the brand new Cigar Dave mobile app. The great Stevie Ray Vaughan, and when I was in Austin, had a chance to go to the Bullock Museum, great exhibit on Stevie Ray Vaughan, great blues artist, love his stuff. All right, getting back to our final comments with Colonel Ange, Butcher Dave, Exo Tim, 
We've got uh, Lieutenant Gary. We've got uh, Puff Muffin Lori. We've got, what, what was the title again? Uh, Roy, give me the title. The Director time. of Hospitality and Pleasures. And Pleasure at Buffalo Distilling. So Love that title. All right. So as I was saying, talk about political correctness run amok. Captain Sai, who retired as the number two seniority captain at U.S. Airways, told me that towards the end of his flying career, he had to undergo uh, sensitivity training. And one of the things they talked about is when you are looking at someone, especially a female, you don't want to look them in the eye. You should look off center because that could be considered otherwise a suggestive glance. I said, suggestive glance? When I'm talking to someone, it's only polite to look at them straight in the eyes. So it has shown you just how crazy it is. We have to wrap it up. Puff Muff and Lori, great job. Colonel Ange, as always, we appreciate it. We'll see you uh, eight weeks from now. Long ashes, General. Back at you, Roy. Thanks for the hospitality. Lieutenant Gary, great job. Thank yeah, you, my friend. General, if this is a preview of what's going to happen at Buffalo Riverworks, it's going to be the place to be. It is the place to be. The fireworks will be there. want to thank XO Tim. Can't wait to be at the Pleasure Fest. And we've got, of course, the great Butcher Dave. Always great to be here, General. Get with, get the meat ready, Butcher Dave. I'm telling you. Cigar Dave, the General. Say, and thanks to Buffalo Distilling. Cigar Dave, the General. Say, Mayor Humidor, always be full. Mayor Cutter, always be sharp. Mayor Ashby, extra, extra long. Semper Delictatio, always pleasure. Long live the Alpha. Make America great again. So long from Buffalo Distilling. Buffalo, New York, eight weeks away from the Buffalo Alpha Pleasure Fest. <laughs>